for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Shut bum down my throne Hey, welcome to the show. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 16 of uh, Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. Uh, my name is John, joining me is of course my co-host Tom. Hey, how's it going? Alex. Hey there. And rejoining us again, our honorary uh, fourth member, uh, the Brian Epstein of our uh, podcast, it's, uh, oh, it's Steve. <laughs> it's Steve Returns, it's either uh, yeah. third Triple S. Strikes a row, I'm not sure which one this is, but. Welcome Steve, great to have you back. Always Thanks, great to have you on the show. All right, so uh, we're going to get into it today. And as you might have heard from my little hint of uh, size, today is actually fun. We're going to be doing um, probably the first of many. Um, we're doing a series of four different Quebec stouts. Um, I'll be honest, the way that I gathered these up, because I live in Ottawa, so I'm close to uh, the province of Quebec. Uh, I went to an IGA uh, nearby, and I just I picked up a few stouts that piqued my interest. Um, I mean, I will just say just overall the top of the head uh, before we get into it. Uh, Quebec as a province is an amazing place for beer, uh, kind of like one of the forefronts, I'd say, in Canada for craft beers. Like before I even really got into craft beers myself and knew about them here in Ontario, um, going to Quebec, going to the various stéphaneurs or going to grocery stores, um, you just see so many different types of, of cans. There's a real big culture there of um, brewing your own beers. And there's, a, there's just so many types. And I, I would always just kind of get overwhelmed. But even recently, I had a, ch- a chance to go back there and pick up a few items. And I was in the uh, beer section. There's just there's just so much content there. It was, it was amazing. Um, do you guys have just any general experience with uh, Quebec beers that you want to mention before we uh, get into things? Oh, Tom, you got your hand up. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd kick things off. Like, I, like you were saying, like how like beer, like their culture and stuff like that over in Quebec is like very, it's embraced very heavily. I think like when I was younger, like going over, well, I used to call the dark side living in Ottawa and I used to go, go like, oh, it was just like an adventure, but they always like kind of had like a ton of microbreweries everywhere. And yeah. it was really nice to kind of see. And I think that's where I was like first kind of introduced to like, I guess you could say quote unquote craft beer. Because that was like one of the first times that I ever went into like a microbrewery. Like, oh no, like we only have the beer that we make here that we sell. That's it. And I was kind of like, oh, this is different. So I kind of always kind of embraced that. I totally I have tons of tons of great stories out of Quebec. So I lived in Montreal for the better part of ten years. Ooh. And the uh, actually back in 2010, when I was trying to learn French, I eventually uh, partnered up with my French instructor, and we got used to translate. Uh, microbrew beer from French to English on their labels and they would pay us in beer. So it was a fantastic experience. <laughs> nice. Oh, cool, cool. that's a sweet deal. It was pretty yeah. sweet. A box of random uh, microbrasserie beer, beer would just sort of arrive at some point and be like, oh, I guess we got paid. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I honestly have no experience with Quebec beers. Like my experience going to Quebec was just to go buy domestic beer. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If for, for those of us, we, yeah, for the, yeah, for the three of us, we grew up in Ottawa, like going across the border to Quebec is kind of like a, a popular experience. Uh, famously, the drinking age in Quebec is, is 18. So, you know, we say drink responsibly. If you're from Quebec, listen to this podcast, you're 18, you're, you're responsible to drink. So there's kind of a culture of when you're 18 years old. Uh, people go across the border. The beer is often cheaper there. You can buy it in large Very quantities. Very cheaper. And much like uh, for my friends down in Alberta, you can buy it at 
corner stores, grocery stores. You know, Tigger now you can buy grocery stores too, but it's been like that for for many years. So you can buy um, beer in a gas station. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, you can probably find it anywhere. Maybe McDonald's has them. I don't know. I think they do in like France or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that was cool. Um, let's uh, let's just get into it then. So we got four beers up today. Um, let me just take a look at our list. Um, the first one we're going to be going over, I, I'm actually really happy that I kind of, I mean, I, when I went across the border to pick these up, I didn't really have kind of a whole method or system for this, I cut, but I ended up sort of picking up a good sort of range of them. So we have uh, on deck a milk stout, an oatmeal stout, a white stout, and an imperial stout. So we got kind of yeah. a swath of different. Very good array. Stouts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And first up, we're going to be drinking, um, this one is called... Uh, Milk Stouts. <laughs> the name is pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's by uh, Les Deux Frères. Um, just a couple of notes about them. Uh, Translate. So I was also going to do like a translation for those who can't really. Tra- it means just two, the two brothers. Yes, and I also want to say from the top. Um, even though I grew up in Ottawa, my French is isn't that great, especially pronunciation. So if I, I if I if I sound horrifically cringeworthy, just um, just try to get past it. Maybe I'll like add a skip button for the the French listeners. They're just like I can't listen. Just He's cringing not, too hard. Insulting right now. So just a couple of notes. This is a 35 IBU, uh, 6.1 uh, ABV beer. Um, the beer itself is actually interesting because this is, uh, as it says at the top, it says a Serie Découverte. So this is actually like a recent release. This was released, I believe, December, mm-hmm. uh, around the holiday season of 2020. So this is actually one of the newest beers we've had um, on this podcast, I imagine, especially when I picked this one up. I picked this up, I believe it was like just early this year. So it would have been just a month in. So um, this one's pretty new. Um, Brasserie La Defraire is a, as, as if you go to the website, they've got some information on their history. Um, but actually, we'll probably get into that once we get into drinking the beer. Um, what do you guys think of this can, first and foremost? Any thoughts? I, I think this is pretty, like, to the point. Like, looking at it, it has the brewery name, and it has, like, the old milk jug, kind of, that used to get delivered to your doorstep. And it just says milk stoke. I like the color that they use. I kind of like this little gold accent underneath the lettering. I think that looks really nice. But um, other than that, it's just kind of... It's it's average. Something about the font on the way they have the word milk stout written that's somewhat familiar. I'm trying to place it, but it's almost like the old yeah. oh, from a clock it's it's from a clockwork orange when they go to the milk bar. Oh uh, yeah, right on. And that's, it is like a milk bottle on the can too. So it's like very much like a that classic style. Um, yeah, how would you guys rate this? Let's let's uh let's get right into it. I, I have to say I find this very basic, but I do like kind of the old school mentality in the in the photo and the font and stuff so i'm going to come in at a uh a 6.5 nice alex i want to come in at a seven i think it's a little bit better than that because i think it's it's well placed but again like you said it's kind of basic um, i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a 6.5 as well i think it's fine like i like um it's got some interesting you know typical craft beer details it's got like the temperature range which is always appreciated ibu Ooh. it's got a little snippet about the you know the beer is new it's a new creative experience talking about a little bit about the beer it's got ingredients um and it's got uh it I, worth mentioning it's got it mentions lactose as well too um uh, even i love i love when it talks about like general information about that where it's from all the quebec beers of course have like the the two cent deposit or sorry 20 cent uh, refund deposit um stamp on them somewhere on it so you can always find that on beers that you purchase in quebec or, or around uh, nearby as well too um i'll give it a 6.5 it's pretty plain otherwise there's not a whole lot of really interesting creative things going on but i do like this design it's pleasant yeah, I'm, I'm with Tom on, on the seven here. I like the, the font and everything. The color scheme is very uh, reminiscent of like A&W or something like yeah. that. Like it just, oh, that, that's, that's really good. Yeah, that's a good way to 
scheme and built font. So they get extra, they get bonus points for that. So. Nice. Very Allen and Wright of them. Very <laughs> Allen and Wright. <laughs> All right, cool. Awesome. Well, that's, uh, I'm getting pretty thirsty, guys. I don't know about you guys. Oh, uh, I don't know about you, John. <laughs> smack my lips for you listeners. ASMR, you listen to the lip smacking noises. All right. Everyone's got their uh, cans at the ready. All right, we're going to count Alex, down. You're on, oh, I was supposed to say, Alex, you're on mute for a minute. Yeah, we got an ASMR audience. <laughs> yeah, they need the like full three, the 3.1 uh, cents. <laughs> yeah, fucking Dolby Digital, whatnot, <laughs> TMX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to count down from three, two, one. Crack them. Ooh, that was good. Let's see oh what it God, smells. Oh, my God, it smells fucking amazing. Oh, God. Oh, I man, bet you this God. is going to taste great. Let's see how it pours. <laughs> a little bit of a... Looks very chocolatey. It has a slight carbonation. It's pretty yeah. opaque. Like, I'm holding it up to, like, a literal light, and I can't really see through it very well, which uh, it's pretty dark. Pours like a Coca-Cola, I find. Yeah. Oh, it's like a root beer. Light, light brown head. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's got a really nice cascade oh, to it. Point. Mine isn't cascading as much, but it's got a nice head oh. on it. And actually, a lot of the pictures I saw on their on their um, Instagram page, um, and just for the audience listening, for the craft breweries, I'm putting in the episode notes on the app, um, just a little tag where you can find their Instagram handle. So if you want to, if you're listening along, you scroll in your show notes on on the Apple Podcast app or whatever app you're using, um, you can find the links to that there, and you'll you'll be able to check them out. But yeah, a lot of the pictures I had really big heads, and this one is lasting pretty well. What do you guys Ooh. think of the taste so far? Wow, I love this. I'm a sucker for milk stout. I'm not going to lie because I think of the creaminess Ooh. of it. It's just like, this is a great beer to kick off with because I think everyone's thirsty. Like for even for like this, like kind of alcohol percentage, this is like easy drinking. Yeah. Milk and, and coffee. Very, yeah, yeah, very much. chocolatey, I would have to say. I do get some vanilla in that as well, too. Yeah. Like it's very, mm-hmm. it has that nice kind of sweetness at the end. But it's very fragrant talking about um like in terms of uh our kind of stout criteria that steve introduced in a previous episode as well too um just to kind of go back for the audience here um so the five c's are creamy cascade coffee slash chocolate color and alcohol content mm-hmm. and i will say i'm enjoying how creamy this actually tastes yeah this is really good it, it feels really good in the mouth like it, it's a lot yeah. of different flavors um, it's so, quite sweet John, too. I'm a little surprised when you were introducing the beer, you didn't talk about the the uh, brewery award that these people won. When I was doing the research on on the different, <laughs> so I have not had any of these beers before. But these guys, on I mean, their first year as a brewery, won what's called in Montreal the Mondial de Bière, yeah. which is the world <laughs> of beer. And they got a platinum award for it, and so I have in my hand because I have been to the Mondial de la Bière many times. Oh, nice! And you got the glasses too. The world of world of beer tasting that they have uh, every every spring in Montreal, which is just Ooh. utterly yeah, and and, uh, and a platinum medal at the the Greg Noonan Beer Competition, as I say as well. Uh, yeah, they were launched in uh, August 2014, so they're um, I wanted to say they're they're recent, but man, 2014 is like what six seven years ago, so not so much. But uh, it's actually they're called De Fleur because they're actually formed by uh, two uh, two brothers uh, who were beer fans. It was in their family from their grandfather kind of taught them the art of brewing and they launched in. Yeah, they've been, they've been quite successful in, in the years since. And um, 
I, I mean, we're definitely going to have to talk about some more Quebec beers in the future because I recently, as I said, went back to Quebec and I, I saw quite a few of, uh, of their beers um, available. So I'm going to maybe... Uh, John was sending us a live update of him going through the... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he just... But your cart was full. You found a lot of good beers. Yeah, I was oh, like yeah. halfway through. I'm like I'm looking up real estate in Quebec. I'm like, maybe I should just hop over because man, the Defer uh, website needs to tell us exactly which beer it was that won platinum award there, though. That's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's just for their uh, general. Um, yeah, and I would say for everyone listening, I would recommend like a lot of these beer uh, breweries uh, for the ones listed here. If you go to the website, you can actually if you go to like their bio, you can actually check out a lot of interesting history about mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, who they are, where they're, where they're from. It's usually hit or miss. Some breweries are really good at really telling their story, like showing who who's involved, the staff, like the leadership and, and telling you a story. And some are just kind of bare bones where it's like, there's not much available, but that's usually how it goes with, um, you know, various craft breweries of well, you know, various scales. Especially in Quebec. Like, I think a lot of this is like closed market. Like you can't get them across Canada. I know that there's been a lot more open in Alberta. Like we've exchanged some some emails in terms of like what's available at the beer exchange in Calgary and a couple other places. So they're, they are available, but like being a microbrewery, like they just, they don't market like globally or anything either. So yeah, I, yeah. Store, that's, that's good. So, yeah, I know here in Ontario, it's um, well, you can usually find some, but certainly like Unibrew, the, and they're a pretty famous company. You can find a lot of their beers, but they're not even really considered like a, a small craft, like independent brew anymore. They're, I believe they're owned by a, uh, is it Sleeman or um, I don't want to yeah, get one of right. Yeah, it's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Unibrew had a great, great brew pub down there. It was fantastic. So I don't know about you guys, but uh, this beer is checking a lot of boxes for me. Like I'm pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised drinking this, like the, um, the alcohol content being a bit higher at 6.1. I do enjoy a strong beer. It's incredibly opaque and dark. Like I, I have it right up against the light and there's a bit of Ruby color there, but it is quite, um, quite opaque. And um, mm. just kind of that coffee taste as well, too. It's just, it's a very smooth beer. I, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, this is phenomenal. I don't know if you want guys kick off scoring. Yeah, why not? I feel like we can, uh, we can kind of buzz through this one. I'm, sure. I, I'm just like sipping. I'm savoring thing. it, honestly. Like, I'm not even that way through. Yeah. I'm like, I'm swishing <laughs> around my mouth. You know, some of these episodes, oh. I'm just like pounding them. I'm like, this is tasty or there's not much taste this one is well, i'm really you're enjoying like tapering. it why don't you talk through what you're kind of experiencing i mean i talked about the five c's why don't you kind of go through what what uh what's sure for you um for me like i find this beer uh, in terms of the five c's it's very creamy like i'm finding like it it feels very pleasant in the mouth when i first took initial sip you get that kind of bitter stout dark stout taste but overall it, it's quite sweet like i'm getting a lot of um, sweet coffee vanilla toffee notes um it's quite pleasant to drink. Uh, Color-wise, it's very opaque. As Alex said, very much like a Coca-Cola almost. Um, I didn't get much cascade effect, although there was a sizable head to start, like a brown a foam head, and now it's it's pretty much dissipated as I've been drinking it. Um, content, mm-hmm. alcohol content-wise, it's quite strong. Uh, well, I guess probably perhaps a little bit stronger, 6.1%, which is, is noteworthy to compare to your usual 55 uh, in that range uh, for stouts. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And also, I just want to mention this this brewery itself is um, located in Terrebonne, Quebec. So that's just uh, north of, I believe, of Laval, uh, which is a suburb within uh, Montreal. So if you're uh, if you're just uh, north of Laval, you're in Terrebonne, like check them out. North of the degenerates from Letterkenny. <laughs> so what do you think? Oh, man. I mean, so, you know, if we have our five C's here, creamy, check. Cascade, we definitely had that, check coffee and chocolate definitely both are in there the coffee is a little bit uh intense so that's yeah. uh, 
maybe interesting color she's dark love it and alcohol content you know 6.1 a little too high to be you know drinking a whole bunch of these in a row or, or whatever but honestly i think this comes in a solid nine it's it's a nice. this is checking a lot of boxes yeah i definitely agree with you steve i'm also going to give this a nine i think i didn't have the same cascading effect as we see in other stouts. Yeah. But other than that, like the creaminess of this is phenomenal. Like the whole chocolatey taste is great. I don't get as much coffee, but I prefer more of a chocolatey over coffee taste. And again, like content 6.1, like again, this doesn't really taste like a 6.1% beer. Like this is just goes down like chocolate milk as it, what it would suggest. Mm-hmm. John, what do you think? I think I'm going to, um, I, I feel very much the same way. I'm very positive in this. I'm just going to give it an 8.5 though. I didn't get the same cascade effect on it. And it just might be the way I poured it and, and the way I handled it. But um, yeah, otherwise I, I, I pretty much second everything that Tom and, uh, and Steve are saying. Like, I, I think this is really tasty. I mean, honestly, compared to chocolate milk, it's not, it's not wrong because I'm, it really kind of feels a little bit like as I'm drinking it and in my aftertaste, I'm getting like that chocolate milk kind of um, feel my mouth like it, it tastes very pleasant and i was really surprised by this like i didn't expect it to be so sweet and um, yeah i love it really good yeah nice. i'm a sucker for milk stouts yeah i'm gonna go out of my kind of normal scoring of these types of things i'm giving it a nine as well like i i really like this beer um this kind of takes me back to our first kind of stout week when we chose all of our favorites and and really had like a an excellent lineup. And I mean, I hope that the rest of the slate that um, we have picked out for Quebec is, is like this. Cause I'm, yeah, I really enjoy this beer. Fantastic. Just want to also mention um, this isn't, I actually, this is, I think a first no score on beer advocate, which I first, at first I was like, maybe it's because it's mostly popular with French audiences. Beer advocate tends to be English, but this is a new beer. So that's probably why it just hasn't been mentioned, but it is 3.85 on untapped. So these people seem to really like this one. So on likely to recommend, I'm going to give this an eight. I know that not everyone likes stouts, especially like high alcohol beers like I do. But that being said, like, I don't think this is an offensive tasting beer. Like this isn't forward in any sort of palate respect, like whether it be coffee or chocolate or, or anything like that. Like, um, I, I think it's a, it's a very safe choice to recommend to someone unless, unless they're allergic to lactose, but (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not for the lactose intolerance, certainly. Uh, There's pills for that. That's true, yeah. As my mom can attest to, she's always like, my mom loves like anything milky cheesecake, but she's lactose, so pops the pills and eats that cake. Uh, I'm going to give it actually an 8.5 for recommendation. I think people should definitely would try this. Like I'd I'd very much recommend this to anyone because it's that tasty. Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine, actually. I really like this. And uh, I, I think, like, if you're recommending it to, like, a stout audience, they're going to love it. And if you're trying to recommend sorry, recommend it to an audience, maybe that's less familiar with stouts or, mm-hmm. or you know, varied audience, I think this one, not only, like, is it, like, just a, a very tasty beer, but I think it's something that would appeal to a lot of people's tastes. Like, it's a very high-quality uh, drink. And I think, you know, while, while you know, stouts might be hit or hit and miss for some, I think a milk stout's a really good thing to introduce to people because, they tend to be very creamy, very rich, um, and they tend to feel very pleasant to drink, and they tend to be very sippable. Like I, I'm, I'm still like honestly going through this. I might have to kind of crush this at the end to get through, but I, I just like to sip on this, and this would be something that's really great to have if you're at a bar and they and if they have this on tap, like you'd, you'd love this. So I'm giving a nine. I'm afraid of coming in too too hard here, but uh, I'm I'm going to go with the eight and a half on the likely to recommend. I don't really have any 
you know, particular reason going, oh, wow, like you absolutely have to have this. And yet there's, there's nothing offensive about it. So uh, I think it's just a really all around pretty damn good stuff. I was, and mm -hmm. just, I was also noticing on the can, and I've never seen this, and it looks like maybe a few of the Quebec beers do this. There's a recommended temperature on here of like eight to 12 degrees, which is yeah. way warmer than what, what I'm drinking it at right now. And I yeah. wonder if it would change the, the taste profile at all if it was wasn't as cold as I've got it right now, but I like having stouts in the cold, not warm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've always been all right just having like a beer right out of the pantry, like the closet, like our family always did that when I was growing up, like my grandfather and stuff, but um, a stout I have to have cold. I don't know why. I think maybe it's just like, it almost just tastes thicker in that regard. So like having it cool is a, a bit more refreshing, but um, yeah, on that note, I'm, I'm giving it the modifier. I was like very much surprised, like looking at this can, I wasn't expecting to drink something that tasted as good as it was. Mm -hmm. I want to give it the modifier as well. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Again, I might be kind of biased that this is a milk stout and I prefer those over other traditional stouts. I'm going to give it a modifier too. I think it was really good. Um, much like Alex, I, I wasn't really expecting a whole lot, but um, drinking it, I really loved it. I think it kind of punched above its weight in that regard. I mean, I also think like maybe uh, looking at the cans, probably I wasn't as enthused by the can. So from a pure gamesmanship, perspective i'm like it deserves a little bump up so yeah modifier for me you know why why uh, mess with the trend here i'll give it to i think it's uh it, it surprised me in terms mm -hmm. of what what came out of the can here it wasn't at all what i expected it's it's fantastic exceeded expectations so she gets a modifier perfect cool, cool. i'm glad we're all in agreement yeah, yeah <laughs> good job everyone we did it <laughs> All right, so um, next up, I mean, honestly, I've still got a little bit left to drink, but I'll just uh, get into the next beer. Uh, the next beer is from uh, Microbrasserie uh, Le Castor, or it also says in English on here because um, I'll get into the history a little bit when we drink and start drinking it, but Le Castor Brewing Company. Um, this okay, is the their, beaver. Uh, the, oui, beaver. The, the beaver. This is the oatmeal stout or stout à la blanche. So for those of you, uh, hopefully I pronounced that right. Uh, this is an oatmeal stout. Um, what do you guys think of this can? I got to say, um, this can, and I think Steve brought up temperature. Um, it's got a temperature on here. I really, I'm really digging a lot of the details on this can. I like um, how it's a food pairing on the on the back. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that as well. It got very detailed, and it says ragu. But uh, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I'm I'm very into this can. I have to say, uh, beavers are uh, kind of, I would say, assholes in the wild because they're just like notorious players. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, it's They're destructive like, critters. Yeah, it's a very like classic looking can. I have to say, I I like the color profile, kind of the black and the white and the and the brown, um, English and French, um, obviously French first, but it does give a bit more of a, a detail, just like uh, dark chocolate and coffee, flaked oats, and it goes well with comfort food. Um, yeah, I like this. It, it's organic, according to this as well too. So um, and yeah, eco certified. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they all kind of have to be. It's interesting. It's an organic beer here too, so it's, mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll have some comment on that. I, like I personally, I, I I'm not a fan of the can. I think it's a little busy looking and, uh, uh, yeah, a little confusing. Not entirely sure what it is I'm buying or drinking. Uh, it's not as clean as some of the other ones that we've we've had here in the past. Mm -hmm. What would you give it a score then, Steve? I, I I'm going to go with a six and a half on the can, honestly. 
I'm going to agree with you as well, Steve. I want to give it a six and a half. I think they could have done a little bit more with this, even though it's very well, it's like kind of detailed in certain aspects. Like I like how it says on the back like that, the whole like food pairing thing. I think that's really kind of cool to put on. And like, again, like the temperature range, I think is interesting, even though that I don't really like my beer at 10 to 14 degrees Celsius. <laughs> that's but, way too warm for beer. Yeah. yeah. It's actually from Rigaud. That's what I was kind of also wanted to point out. I love Rigaud on the way to on the way to Ottawa when you leave Montreal. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Right on yeah, the eastern tip of say, Ontario, just across. They have the big hill there. <laughs> used to be where I went to stop to go to the go to the bathroom before I hit Montreal traffic coming back. In. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very popular uh, stop along the way for people traveling Ottawa, Montreal, or or yeah. anywhere in that range. God bless. I used to. I used to also work in Montreal. I used to work in Dorval for a short time period when I first started driving commercially. Oh, did you? I remember. Oh. Yeah, I used to work out of at a Dorval right by the airport, by the by the pet, if you will. Mm. And then <laughs> I remember I used to kind of sometimes I would stop in at Rigo just to, for like, but I used to try and like go because I had I was usually late for work and I was driving from Ottawa, so I didn't really have much time to stop. John, what do you think of the can? Um, I'm going to probably be a little bit ha- uh, more more positive. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Um, I, I do sort of agree with Steve. Like, I, I think um, it's got a lot of content on here, but just the way it's kind of organized, and it's, it's a little bit too busy. I'm not really the biggest fan of the um, of, of the font choice. It's kind of like that sort of um, uh, courier-type font style, um, which, I mean, I, I like it, but I, I think it kind of is a little diff- bit difficult to read for some. Um, uh, but I do like a lot of the details on it. Like I love all the food pairings. I love the ragu. The uh, it's got the the cow on it. It's got chocolate. It's got uh, what looks like I don't know if it's cookie dough or if that's supposed to be like sliced uh, meat or something like sausage. Yeah, like yeah, a soft I sausage. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a it's a charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah, that was like a yeah. It looks almost like a, like a soft sausage being chopped up. But um, I mean, it's great. Like I, I love. Um, I mean, a little plus then it's got like. Um, um a little bit of english and french which is kind of cool but um yeah i, think I appreciate that i like beavers beavers are one of my favorite animals even though they're destructive i think they're neat uh, they're in the top five of my favorite animals so um and as i like the description admit, they're destructive uh, full-bodied and malty the stout will win you over with its flavors of dark chocolate and coffee its smooth texture is courtesy of the flaked oats this beer goes great with your favorite comfort food yeah 7.5 for me i'm gonna nice. commit 7.5 as well i have to say oh. um like 10 different fonts going on which is the only thing that i don't <laughs> like about this can um and it, it's very busy but i do find it like I, I think it's more interesting than what we just saw so and i, I gave that one a 6.5 so 7.5 on this one i do like when things tell me like what i should pair it with because i truly have no idea how to do that on my own yeah so i'm just a big dummy that makes a lot of sense I'd, I'd drink um, it with Katie, honestly. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much like my food pairing. I'm like, oh, this tastes great with a burrito that I just had. <laughs> I got to say, I was at LCBO one time and they had Hobgoblin beer and they had coffee cake. They're like, this pairs with Hobgoblin. I'm like, really? And they gave me like a piece of carrot cake, which I put in my mouth. And like, I took Hobgoblin. Honestly, like, it was like one of the most like pleasant tasting. I don't know what it is. Like, it activated some kind of just like positive taste by pleasure. Like, I, I was like, wow, this tastes amazing for some reason i don't know what it is but it does make a difference honestly sometimes depending on what you pair it with but um nice. all right Definitely. let's are we ready are we ready to crack them you guys ready yeah i'll count oh, us down here right. Right. Smart audience, pay attention you sound like a school teacher when you say that john <laughs> excuse me class pay attention asmr crack them 
Ooh, Ooh nice. Let's see how it smells. Oh, it smells great. Oh, Ooh, this is more like, again, this is like a well, it's an oatmeal, oatmeal stout. stout. Yeah. yeah, I'm a so big this fan is of oatmeal stout, so. Oh, mine's getting, go. this one's getting a good cascade effect on that. A lot of cascade here. Yeah, it's big head. Big boy head. Mine's actually quite, oh, quite a bit head on it. Oh, no, 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 cascade, no, 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 no. I should note as well. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. <laughs> this one is on Beer Advocate. It's uh, got an 85, very good ranking, a 3.77. It's also got a 3.76 on a tapped. Uh, this beer is a, a 24 IBU and a 5% ABV. All right. And uh, as you guys are, um, I'll give you guys a chance to just sniff, sniff it and taste it. But I just want to quickly touch on the, um, the brewery itself because if you go to La, La Castora's website, they actually have a little kind of interesting bio about how they were formed and how they came to be. Um, it was actually started by a group of uh, group of friends that were living in uh, in Scotland at the time. They were um, uh, it was a hamlet, uh, Glen Glenisla. I'm probably butchering that pronunciation, but um, they were carpenters' apprentices. They were living there, and, and they said they, they used to go as a group to the pub after work. And uh, they learned a little bit about the history of beer in that town, and they drank like the ales, the Scottish ales. And beer, it, it was that that experience there was kind of a big inspiration for them. Um, they ended up coming back to Canada. They started a timber frame for his business. That was the line of work they were in. And then they said, unfortunately, 2008, the recession hit. Um, they were hard up for work. So they started home brewing. And uh, it was based around, again, their experiences in Scotland, in the UK, those type of beers. And then eventually they were successful enough that they opened to the public in uh, June uh, 23rd, 2012, uh, located in Rigo, as we said. And um, ever since then, they've been uh, very quite successful. And, and I got to say, out of all the breweries in Quebec that I'm not totally familiar with, this one is a very highly regarded one. Yeah, they got. A, I love their story. Like the one of the things they were talking about, like they they got kind of hammered in the 2008 economic crisis there, where the, no one was building anything anymore. So what do you do? Brew beer. Like that's yeah. that's right up our alley. And uh, top 100 in the world on the Rate Beer website. I have to admit, I've never been on the Rate Beer website. Yeah, but... me neither. Where? How does PBR sit? That's what I want to know. <laughs> if it's not top five, credentials <laughs> 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 No, PBR stout. That'd be something, man. <laughs> oh man, yo, you should really reach out to them. Why are why I'll are they not brown ribbon? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be something. I'm sorry, I just like <laughs> just like John coffee. Walker packs black ribbon. Back. Yeah, just like they literally... just you know with a coffee brew, like they could just put it all together. They could just clear the market, like <laughs> everything. I gotta PBR. say, uh, this one is darker, way darker than the milk stout, even. Like I think, yeah, holding it up, and oh, it's yeah. like this is as dark there as a is. black hole. I, I can't see through it. And honestly, like that kind of scares me. I, I like transparent beers. So. Um, it's, I like it's, this beer. Yeah, It had a very good cascade effect on mine. Quite a big head. It still has about it. Even like, even though I've been drinking it settled. I've still got probably like a, like a fourth of an inch or so like hanging on there. So that's pretty um, cool to see. Um, great. It smells great. Mm -hmm. Tastes great. It's not as sweet, of course. It's not a milk stout. And um, yeah. it's, it's no milk stout, but um, I, th I think it's quite tasty. Honestly, like I'm really enjoying yeah. this. This so is a pretty gonna, tasty beer. What do you guys think in terms of the five C's cream? Do you guys taste that? Like I taste no. less than the last no. beer. No, it's, it's definitely more watery. It's not yeah. a, it's not the same type. Cascade definitely had it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think this had a way better cascade for me compared to the milk stout we had previously. Certainly. Yeah. There's a huge difference between cascade and head though. I just got a whole sure. lot of head and very little cascade. So I'm not sure about yeah. you guys. I think I got some cascade there. It yeah, is. Yeah, I had a little bit more, but. Like I'm still seeing a lot of bubbles in my beer right now. 
I'm saying in comparison to the milk stout that we had, I had a better Cascade. It wasn't as great as the traditional Cascade stout standard should be, but I'm just trying to say it was better than the milk stout. Yep. Coffee, chocolate. I have to say I like coffee-forward beers and not chocolate-forward beers, so um, this isn't as good as the last one, I'd say, on that front, Mm. personally. Yeah, I I'm find that this has more of a. Whatsoever. Sorry, Steve. What was that? Sorry, man. I, I, I'm getting no coffee notes whatsoever. It's more chocolate than. I'd say so too. Yeah, it's more like I'm chocolate, getting... bit of oat, bit of grain. I say it's almost like a dark chocolate, like kind of that like yeah. bitterness yeah. to it. That's what I kind of say, which I don't mind because it's like a weird flavor that I like. A little That's syrupy, like... little little nutty too. Almost like a like a. Getting a little bit of nut nutness. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. even a word. I don't know. I'm gonna make I it. Love it. I love it's it. Just like I think uh, back of like Austin Powers when he drinks the coffee. It's it's a nutty. Tastes a little, yeah, it tastes a little <laughs> nutty. Yeah. I love on the can it talks about smooth texture, courtesy of the flaked oats. I think that actually nails it. Like I love yeah. that mm. uh, that visual of flaked oats and the the smoothness, but it doesn't necessarily make it very creamy for me. But I, I think mm-hmm. that that oats thing. Yeah. 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 It I mean, lacks the cream, but yeah. Tastes like oatmeal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like Chocolate oatmeal. oatmeal. Dinosaur oatmeal. Uh, with oh, man, eggs. the dinosaur <laughs> eggs. Yeah, yeah and watch them hatch. We're going to have to do a spinoff episode on our favorite oatmeals. So we're going to have to try some. <laughs> domestic, domestic, domestic oatmeal. Domestic <laughs> uh, so, so going back on color, I think this has it for a stout. Like, it's oh, yeah. very, very dark. Yeah. Sorry, domestic porridge only. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I had to say no, it. No, I'm glad you said it. It's uh, we 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 claim that idea. Those of you out there, you can't do that. That's gonna be us. <laughs> yeah, Anyhow, so, yes, the color me. is the color is great. Great color, yeah. <laughs> great color, great color. Um, okay, let's just get into it. So, um, yeah. yeah. What are you well, rating well, it? it? Let's let's John kick it off for us. Um, I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'm going to see. Okay, so um, cascade effect. Um, I actually got some on this. Um, I, I think I just mispoured the last one. It didn't come up as much. Um, creamy, not so much, but so it's an oatmeal stout. I think it's just a bit more of like a watery profile. Uh, coffee, chocolate, a little bit of like chocolate, a little bit, but um, definitely not so much coffee. Color, I mean, very black, very very dark. And content, I, I think this one is a bit more drinkable. This is a five percent. I think this is one. Um, I, I'm very partial to oatmeal stouts. I love like St. Ambrose, their oatmeal stout. I think that's like one of the most that's, critically that's acclaimed. Like, that's like God tier stout and, and God tier beer yeah. for me. Um, that's the standard. I, I'm quite a fan of this, but uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5, same as the last one. I think this one is just, it's a very great, very great beer. Um, I'm really enjoying it. And I would drink this very often, which I think some stouts, especially the high alcohol ones, you sip very long and they, you kind of just sit on them. This one is because it's a little bit more drinkable. This is one that you kind of throw back a bit more, which I, I honestly kind of like a bit sometimes with stouts. I like ones that I can kind of just uh, kind of crush a bit more than some of the other ones. Because sometimes if you leave them out too long, if you're sipping them too slowly, by the end, they kind of become a bit more of a chore to drink. So uh, 8.5 yeah. for me. Tom, what do you Ooh, think? I'm going to give this one a 7.5. I think it kind of lacks the creaminess, which I typically like. I had a better cascade. The, the previous milk stout, but it still wasn't substantial in any matter. It had a really good head that sat on top of it. I get more of like a bitter chocolate taste to it than a coffee taste. 
but for content, I think this is like more like you can drink this more easily. So I give it a 7.5. I think that some people that might want to try this might not enjoy it as much as other stouts, but I think it's still pretty good. Like I, I'm drinking it right now. I'm, I'm kind of underwhelmed. I'm, I'm coming in at a seven on this one. There's, it's uh, nothing real significant about it. Kind of too much head, black in the cream. I, I love the color though. It's really nice. Alcohol mm-hmm. fiber. That's you know, a little bit more uh, drinking a couple of them, but I'm, I'm, I mean, we'll get into this, but I'm not sure I would want another one. So I'm, I'm kind of going for seven here. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. I, I too think this beer leaves a lot to be desired. Like I, I don't know, maybe we just choose really, really good beers that have these like enhanced flavor profiles. And we, we've had like Vietnamese pot. Like cold 45. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cold 45. yeah. Like old English, eight hundred. A multiple. Like, like fucking Brava Coors Light garbage. <laughs> I, I've got to say, I've, I've listened to some of these episodes here, and I, I don't think I ever want a malt stout yeah. after you guys reviewed the. Yeah, the Steve's malt. never had a malt. I've never had a malt beer. No, oh, are you wow. serious? Like, oh, wow, no. you should try one. Yeah, no, if I review, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just going to say this: if you've never had one, I think you should try Old English. If it's anything, good, yeah, I like Mickey's. I had a whole case of it. Yeah, Old English, I think, is worthwhile. I'd leave Mickey's entirely. Especially because oh, if you pull a John, you end up with 12 of them. So, oh, I liked know. it. I thought it was quite good. I, I donated my on, case uh, to the homeless. I, I'm usually out for, for a jog or something like that, listening to DPO. It's like noon or 1 o'clock, and I'm sitting there wanting to go back to work and at the same time craving a beer after I listen to the episode. But the malt one, yeah. maybe. Goes, nope, not today, thanks. All right. Yeah. So- no, I, uh, so yeah, seven for me. I just, I think this is a, a beer that I wouldn't really go for again. And I, I'll just kick it off with likely to recommend. I'd give this like a, like a six because I, I just, if I don't enjoy something, I feel bad just telling someone to have it unless it's in my fridge and I want to get rid of it. But that's like on, on an ulterior motive more than anything. So six for me. I want to come in on the same for that. I want to give it a six as well. Um, it's not bad, but I don't think it really wows me in a way that I would want to tell people about it. I'm uh, I'm going to give it a seven, actually. Like I think, um, well, in some ways, I think this might be or might actually be more approachable because it's kind of later. It's only a 24 IBU, so it's quite 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 late. Um, I think some people who aren't into stouts um, actually might be able might enjoy this because it's a bit lighter in profile and and um, they might enjoy kind of the oatmeal stout um, flavor a little bit more. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it's as good as the last one. Um, so I, I think a se- I think I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, and I'm 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 with Alex on this. My likely to recommend is a six, and I, I don't think I'm giving it a modifier here either. While we're are on me. Yeah, same. Nothing for me. I I don't want to sound too critical of this beer because I mean it, it isn't bad, but it's not good at the same time. So I just uh, it's nothing yeah, it's special. Not- yeah. I'm going to give it a modifier. I liked it. I thought it was good. I like my oatmeal stouts. I'm quite fond of them. And I thought this one did did a very excellent job. I thought it was um I thought it was quite enjoyable. And um also want to note, I don't know if I brought it up already. If I did, just uh, ignore me. Uh 3.76 on untapped and uh beer advocate 3.77, 85 score, very good. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give it the modifier. Again, I'm gonna side with Alex and Steve on this. Like it's it's kind of average. It's not bad, but it's nothing really like, ooh. That's just my opinion, though. Well, that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah, opinions, you know? That's it's the whole the point. foundation of our podcast, yeah. That, that was Domestic the joke. Domestic opinions. <laughs> Domestic <laughs> personal opinions. Uh, <laughs> um.
Okay, I'm still honestly got a little bit to drink, so I think um, oh. we're going to be getting into two beers, and I say two because these are actually both uh, from the same brewery. Um, the first the one that we're going to try is uh, Troisième Type, or Third Type, uh, which is actually a white stout, as I alluded to, which is the first white stout we've had on this show, and a little bit unlike some of the other stouts, or most of the stouts that are out there. Um, I'm actually very excited to try this one because I've only had, I think, maybe one or two white stouts. Um, uh, this really interested me. Uh, white for you, stout? Yeah, for those of you in Ottawa, um, Waller Street Brewery makes a white stout. Amazing. Great, great beer. I want to say, though, as we're getting ready, a little bit about this um, this beer and this brewery. Um, first of all, this brewery itself, it's kind of interesting. I, I mean, I, I was actually honestly having a little bit hard time finding some specific details about them. Um, this Brewery seems to be like a very like big macro producer. Um, you know, they're not owned by like Labatt Coors Molson, so they're not like considered like a big domestic producer, but they are kind of like in that like Mill Street plus camp. Like they're a very big uh, producer. They create micro breweries and they're actually partnered with um, uh, Le Picouleur uh, Resto Pub, which is like a Quebec chain. Um, they're located mainly in, in, the, in Quebec in St. Hyacinth. However, they're also, um, they have locations also in France and Spain as well, too. Um, yeah, yeah, they're actually, they, they have uh, cumulatively more than 60 years of experience in the brewing industry. Uh, they develop a lot of, uh, kind of a wide range of beers. When I was in, uh, when I was in Quebec, I was over in Elmer at an IGA. There was quite a large selection of them. So I guess they're kind of in that kind of like a mill street where you have like just a wide range of, of popular beers um, all across the board. Um, they employed nearly 50 people, um, 82 medals for 33 beers, including four world championships. They don't get into much detail about what those are. Um, they also, um, in terms of their brewing process, they brew 5,000 liters at a time. Um, yeah, they, their products distributed to more than 2.2, uh, sorry, 2,200 retailers um, and nearly 300 restaurants and bars in Quebec. So if you go to like various uh, bars or restaurants in Quebec, these are common beers you can find on tap. Um, and they brew 60 beers annually, uh, and 20 beers are at the Reserve de Kikulea. Um, and yeah, um, they're, they're quite an interesting brewery. And I really like a lot of, like, they have just a wide range of selection and I've picked out two today, but I'm interested to kind of revisit them in the future. Cause they've just got so many different ones. Like when I went to IGA they just had like a shelf full of them. It's like being a kid in the candy store, honestly. All right, getting into the cans, our first one up is that White Stout. What do you guys think of the can for this one? I kind of like the can. I like how it has the, the third kind like, as a little, the name of it as a translation of the alien. It's like Close Encounter. I think it kind of looks cool, but like I don't know how it like kind of relates to like a White Stout. Like The alien, I guess, is white, but... That kind of really the only thing with the rocket ship and this, I guess you could almost kind of relate it to like a starry sky, but mm-hmm. it's kind of um, it's a little out there. But I like how it has again the temperature and the uh, the recommended food pairing. It doesn't really say a whole lot on this, mm-hmm. but yeah. this one is also um, I want to say five point five percent ABV. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's. I'm not a big fan of the art on it. Like, I think it's a little cheap mm. for me. Like, it looks like it was put yeah. together by like. Uh, I don't want to shit on like the graphic designer who designed this, but like it, it just doesn't look like very. Like, I'm looking at some of the other can, like the other can, and honestly, I think the other can is is significantly better. Although I do like that they kind of do very different designs on all their cans. Mm. Um, I don't like the kind of third type or twasium type 
font on it and I don't really like the art style, but I do like some of the details of the can. I like that again, they put the temperature eight degrees Celsius. They put all the flavor pairings. They have like stinky cheese, barbecuing, sausages, chocolate, cake, and steak. So it's kind of interesting mix of dinner and dessert. Um, they've got their details in the can, it, bilingual, so English and French. Uh, they say, here's something you don't see every day when it comes to beer. Yeah. Our white stout is as thick as an oatmeal stout, but without the roasted barley grains typically used in this sort of beer. Almost as smooth as white chocolate with a nice coffee Ooh. nose. It hits the taste buds with an array of unexpected flavors, slightly copper in hue. It starts out cloudy when bottled, then becomes clearer over time. Ready to try something different. Um, that being said, though, um, I, I think the can itself, it's not really wowing me. I'm going to give it a six, to be honest. Yeah, it's I'm not really. really Sorry, go on, Steve. I'm really glad Tom called called you out on this because it's it's not Twasium type. It's Twasium tip. It's third kind. It's oh. the third kind, the great big alien on there. Yeah. It's a white stout. So they're clearly alluding to the fact that this is this is a bizarre brew. I really like it. I love the the alien on there. It almost looks like an old school uh, goalie mask. If you were kind of in the oh, 50s, yeah. on the Canadian Montreal Canadians, they used to have that. Uh, I, I actually think it's really clever and really. I think they're coffee beans, actually, like the eyes. Is and they're coffee yeah. beans for eyes. Yeah, hundred. Oh, I, that's a good eye. I never saw that. Pun I, I really, I think it's a very clever name, a very clever can. I'm, I'm giving it an eight and a half. I like it. Really, I'm not really a fan of this. I think this almost looks like something on like MS Paint, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I like the design. I just think like the art style is kind of cheap looking, to be honest. It's just kind of yeah. It's a little lower grade. I don't mind. I don't mind like the, the like behind the alien. I think that's what really gets me is that the alien kind of takes over for this can, and you're just staring at it like, what the fuck is this? But if you look behind, like the starry, like the like the galaxy kind of label and like the sunburst the starburst on the side of the alien it looks really cool but like these little rocket ships on the yeah. side they look yeah. kind of they look really kind of cheesy i'm not gonna lie to you yeah but again, I, do like the yeah. I just Sorry, want to say i saw i forgot to mention though uh brasserie de, sorry brasserie de monde means uh the breweries of the world it's also got uh découvre and de, de juste uh, which refers to kind of like two words beside the sign of the logo, which means like découvre means like discover, and uh, a déguster means kind of like like enjoy, like really enjoy consuming. And it reminded me, Tom, of like your your quote, like you said, your dad said, like you know, really enjoy beer, which I thought was kind yeah. of uh, interesting. When I was don't thinking. take it for granted. Yeah, very much. So yeah, I'm gonna give this can. I'm gonna give it a six. But I, I like how you guys actually pointed out the coffee beans for the eyes. I think that was I don't know if that was intended. But that's kind of what it looks like. And I think that's kind of a good play on it. Mm -hmm. Nice. I, I'm going to give it a seven. I, I do like the can. I think it's kind of interesting looking. There are some like weird cartoony types to it. I noticed the the um, coffee beans right away. Um, and you guys stole my thunder. So thanks. Um, <laughs> oh, anytime, Alex. The one thing I will say that really confuses me is like, I, I do think like the other beers that we looked at, they were very specific about what it pairs with typically like a hot meal, maybe like something savory, but like this just pairs with everything. How can, how can you have this beer with cheese and with cake and with cake. cake and barbecue and chocolate? So like, I'm just like, this isn't every chocolate barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> like a regular meal in Quebec, though. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, pair, like, this pairs well with a Big Mac. Yeah. With, uh, with a Joe Louis. <laughs> I'm waiting for the beer that says pair well with poutine. Yeah. Uh, with a poutine, a couche root beer. I'm going to the Lafleur's for a poutine <laughs> or something. Uh, 
late night of drinking. Oh my god. The Joe Louie was really good though, John. Oh my god, I love Joe Louie, yeah. All right, let's crack them. I think I'm very excited to crack them. Yeah, I'm really interested. Wait, smart audience, pay attention, please. I'll I'll count I'll count down this one because everyone's had a turn so far. Are you guys ready now? Three, two, one. Crack them. That was was very um, in order, I'd say. This is pouring like a Budweiser. I'm confused. Let's see how it smells first. It's kind of got a almost like a like a nutty smell. That yes. makes it smells sense. like chips. <laughs> like a, like a I to, Yeah, kind of like yeah, like corn. It chips. Looks like a waist out. Like it's got a little it's, bit. It's very opaque. Like not opaque, but it's very translucent. That, um, oh my god, this is, looks like a lager. This reminds me of the bonus beer I sent you guys. That white chocolate stout, where it just looks like you're just pouring like a like a old Milwaukee, and then it still tastes snouty. So I'm, I'm cheating a bit here because the, the can at the very bottom says it starts out cloudy, definitely true, uh, but comes clearer over time. So I'm like, let this sit for a minute or two and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, had, um, I don't know if you guys are as familiar with, with white stouts, but it definitely looks like a white stout from what I've had previously. Like this, I've never had a cloudy. white stout in my life. Alex, I think you were saying that there was a white stout in Calgary that you oh, sent us. It to you. I thought I sent it to you. No, no you just sent a picture. Yeah. You just sent a picture I, to I, us. I sent you the other one instead, the Belgian chocolate and coffee, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a porter or something instead. Yeah, you're right. Was oh, that from Spectrum? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know. This I, looks. There's like a really good carbonation level from this compared to like other stouts. Yeah, honestly, this, it's got like a good. Um, it's it's I mean admittedly like I should have poured it in its own fresh glass like I poured it in like an older glass so it's got a, probably a little a little hint of that last beer but um, color wise looks good nice cascade effect like it uh, it kind of dissipated but there's still a little bit of uh, of carbonation um, alcohol content wise a five point five a little bit higher than um, our previous beer let's see what tastes yeah I was gonna say I feel like this tastes exactly how it smells yeah. It's a bit richer, um, certainly. Like it definitely yeah. has like a nice stout taste to it. This is so weird. Like looking what... at it and drinking at it, you're kind of like mind. Oh yeah, yeah. Why stouts are weird? Because you're just expecting like a, I don't know. Like this you're be this looks like a Belgian. This looks like a Belgian wheat ale. Yeah, aesthetically, it definitely looks. White stouts look like a wheat ale. Like they're very, very translucent. Got a lot of. Um, a lot of, um, I guess, a lot of like bodiness into the beer itself. I'm not getting this, a lot of flavor in this beer, personally. No, I've got. It, uh, it's almost like a a stale almond pastry of some sort. Like it's. Mm, yes. Yeah. Sitting on the counter. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's it's a bit musty. Like it's. Yeah, I I think that's a really good. The grains, kind of like, it feels very sharp. Like the grains on it, like it, it feels mm-hmm. almost spicy. Like I don't know if that's just the residue of my last beer, or if that's almost like, like universal. A, I think it's almost like a. Sorry, John. No, no, I, I'm I'm opening to you guys. What you think? I was just um, saying, like it's kind of almost like like. Have you ever had like a this? Sorry, a pistachio ice cream. Oh yeah, that's oh, almost like yeah. it is, but not as creamy. Yeah, yeah. I just. So, like, from the, the Stout Sea perspective, like, I'm not getting a lot of any of that stuff, um, to be honest. Yeah. And um, I, you know what? I think I'm just, I tasted the beer. I'm done tasting the beer. I, the 5.5 for me. I'm just not impressed with this, I have to say. 
I want to give it a little <laughs> higher than that. I'm going to give it a 6.5 because this is kind of interesting. Like I've never had this and it tastes, um, it doesn't taste bad, but again, like for a stout, I kind of like being more of like the traditional or I'm pretty biased against like having a milk stout. This is just something different. I think so, like this is something that people should try, but I don't know, just for like the taste and the whole like stout house aspect of it. Like I didn't really, there wasn't much of a cat. There was like no cascade really like the cloudiness, I guess, kind of dissipated slightly, but not really. But for content, like 5.5, I guess it's all right to drink. This is like something you could drink during the day. But it's just, I don't know. This is almost like its own element in that sense. Yeah. I think my, my only comment on it is just like, I wouldn't buy a stout if this is what I was getting. And I think you were kind of alluding to that. Like it is like an everyday drinking sort of beer, but like I would just choose a different beer, I think. That's kind of how yeah. I taste. I, I I definitely agree with you, Alex. Yeah, like I'm I'm getting one of the beers that we tried previously was that uh, birthday cake mm-hmm. beer, and I'm you know, the cake face name the cake face. This has a lot of the the same kind of profile. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. That's very good, Steve. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm sorry, but I said the moment I I got to go with a five on this. This isn't uh, there's, maybe we just got a stale can. I'm not sure. There's a mustiness to it. Not a lot of flavor. I'm not sure the C's really apply. It's definitely unique. It's a white stout. Uh, but yeah, this isn't something I I want to finish this pint. Mm-mm. I'm going to, um, I'm a little torn because I, I, I do kind of like, <laughs> like it. I'm going to give it a nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to give it a seven. Like, I think it's, I think it's Whoa. okay. But I, I do think there are some negatives that you brought up. Like it does have this weird kind of sharpness to it. Like, almost like i said like it tastes like fritos like that's like a spicy chip kind of taste um that's kind of overpowering barbecue fritos it's kind of overpowering a lot of like the pleasant kind of stout mouthfeel kind of the pleasant kind of coffee notes to it because there is there's a little bit of that there like i am getting a little bit of like chocolate a little bit of coffee but it's like very dissipated by um that i mean i gotta say the white i'm kind of a sucker for white stouts because they're like unicorns out there um I mean, even in Ottawa here, we're a big city. We're over a million people. There's only like one brewery that like that I really know of that makes white stouts. Like they're pretty uncommon. I think most cities could probably get one or two breweries that will make them. So for that, it's kind of unique. But otherwise, um, it's not my favorite of the ones I've had. And I, I, I think it's it's fine, but it's not something I would come back to. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that part of the statement, though. Like, John, like these are like kind of rare. And I think that gives like to the aspect of it, I, why I try to get people to try. I'm like, oh, like it's a white stout. Like, ooh, it kind of has that wow factor. But again, it's like for taste profile, it's kind of, it doesn't really live up to it. Like for the hype, like yeah. I used to say, just because you're unique doesn't mean you're great. This one has a 3.57 untapped. So a uh, fairly out, a bit lower than our last few beers, but still okay. But no score on beer advocates. So. Um, this one wasn't on there. So likely to recommend. I'm coming in at a five. I like. I <laughs> recommend this to someone I don't like. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, Alex. I'm gonna um, actually give it um, a six point five for recommendation. I think it's like if someone that I knew really liked stouts and was like, never had a white stout, I'd say, Hey, you should try this just to see what you think. Cause it's a different, it has that kind of like thick taste to it, but it doesn't really, it's, I don't know. It's its own, again, like I said, it's its own element pretty much. 
like white stouts yeah. should be kind of like a separate category. I almost wanted to call this something else other than a stout, but I think that's just an easy no. way to put it. I think it, it is like a stout, but I just think like there's parts of it that are just overpowering a lot of the, the stout profile. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a five too, though. I just think like, I don't really think this, first of all, like if I'm going to like, a, like recommend a white stout, um, I think there's like better options that I've had in the past. I don't think this one's the best one. And okay. I just think otherwise, like um, I just think it doesn't really like profile wise. I don't think it's going to really appeal to, to most people. And even if you're really into stats, I don't, uh, we're having, we like our stats and we're drinking this. We're not really like enjoying it as much. So five for me. You yeah. know, I, 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 was just, I just wanted to touch on that. Sorry, Steve. But like, again, this is like the first white stout that I've ever had. And John was saying like, there's other that are better out there. I'm oh, kind of yeah. curious oh, yeah. to see. Tiger Bell, Quarry Street. Very good. I'm kind of, yeah. Like, I'm kind of curious to see how others taste. It's just kind of like, this is kind of like an introduction for me. So that's why I kind of say this is was a little odd. Continue, Steve. I just oh, want to say that oh, snippet. Sorry, Matt. I, I was going to say, I'd love to be able to balance out my, my taste score with likely to recommend just because it was unique or you, you got to try this just because. And I'm afraid I can't even do that. Like, I, I got to go sub five here because the, the more I drink this, the more I dislike it. I'm going with a four on likely to recommend. Yeah. <laughs> Brester Demond's like, delete, delete, delete. Delete. Yeah. yeah I've never been no, honestly, back, like, yeah, back yeah. ever again, but. So is it fair to say, does anyone here want to give this the modifier? Because I sure don't. I do not. I'm actually going to give it the modifier because I think... Yo, yes. Jeez. I'm going to be the fucking unicorn in this. Oh, yeah. It's the first time you had a waist out. Like, you have to. Yeah, like, this is kind of... It's just different. I think, like, again, like, it's its own element. I wouldn't really... I wish they came up with a different name than just White Stowed. Because I think it gives the wrong impression. I'd almost call it a Caucasian porter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. oh my God. That, that is actually like a, a pretty good um, description of what it is. Honestly. John, are you giving it one? No, I did the like referee cancel out motion. Oh, sorry, I'm not going to give it one. I, I think there's better white stouts that I've had before. Um, certainly, I keep saying Tiger Milk. If you're in Ottawa, go to Water Street Brewery, have Tiger Milk. That beer fucking slaps. It's really good. It's one of my favorite stouts. Um, amazing beer. Drink that one. It rocks. Where is it Not located? Uh, Waller Street Brewery. It's on Waller Street. It's just oh, it's um, if Wall you know um, sorry, the, loft, the Bard Game Bar. This is like deep Ottawa lore for the non-Ottawa listeners. But if you know the Loft Level One, hopefully they're still around post COVID. But in the basement, they got the, used to uh, be that Nova Scotia theme bar too. The yeah, used to be the Lunenburg. Used to be uh, Minglewoods, I believe. So, oh yeah. Oh um, well, what? Yeah, it was What's Minglewood. The... There you go. Remember when we used to go to Minglewoods? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Messy Damn, party's boy. only. <laughs> yeah. So I want to move on from that part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I okay, well the analytics department as it's coming up on the big screen here is uh you know we balanced out here pretty decently, actually, guys. Like, I think so, yeah. I, the system works. Like, that's that's the, the way that system I... system works. All right. We have one exciting beer Ooh. coming. Pretty, uh, pretty stoked to give this we one. We have... This one's my... I'm looking forward to this one. I For you Harry Potter fans out there, the Dark Lord, we have mm-hmm. uh, Le Seigneur Noir. It's uh, by the same brewery, by uh, Brasseur Dumont. Uh, I thought it was the Dark Knight. 
No, the dark. No, Lord. dark lord. Um, oh, okay. Sorry, that's my. But I mean, it's got a guy with. A, it's got the can. It's got like a guy on the horse with a sword. He's got a cloak on. So and, no, but yeah, but the dark lord definitely would. I'm sorry. I, I think like saying that. yeah kind of reminds me of, like sir. So I understand that. Um, well, like a lord, that would be like for like medieval times, that would be considered like a lord. Then at that point, I, yeah. I got a Lord of the Rings vibe off it. This is like the Dark Lord coming to get like the, the like the Nazgul or whatever with like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't want to say the sound because uh, I remember seeing that like, when I was younger. It was like, scary. That was, like, that was like petrifying to me. Um. Yeah, I think like um this can. It's. I, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the brewery because it's again, it's it, it's the same brewery as last year. Um, but I think I like this can a little bit more. Like, um, yes, this, notably, I agree. notably, it's an 11.5 percent, so this is very strong. Which I mean, for imperial stouts, um, isn't really uncommon, right? Like, they're usually the strongest of the stouts. They're like the machoke or the machamp, the machamp of the stout world. For comparing them to Pokemon, I guess. I was uh, just about to say, are we really comparing Pokemon to beer? Yeah, yes. In this case, <laughs> in this case, we are. I want to mention the, uh, the description on it. Um, it. It's got a little bit of different pictures. This one's got what it looks like stinky cheese. Got cake. It's got chocolate. It's got spicy. Like it looks like a like a hot a European meal. I was gonna say is pretty much every food group that you can think of except but, bread. But spicy hot peppers are often like associated with dark chocolate, which would make, make sense. It's oh yeah, well, you can get like a there. you can get like a red chili infused dark chocolate I've had before, and it actually tasted pretty good. Yeah, Anyone yeah. Explain to me what the difference between the cake on the top and the cake on the bottom is. Is that like a tortilla? Oh, that's pie. In a, in a that's cake? pie. Oh, it's a pie. Okay, that makes sense. Imagine if it was a tortilla, like a meat pie. It could have <laughs> been. Like, yeah, pie. it could be. I want to have a stout that pairs with a goddamn meat pie. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, my. I have a story for that later. Yes. Uh, feared by some, worshipped by others, the Seigneur Noir makes his way, striking for, forever those who cross his path. Powerful and mild at the same time, with intense roasted notes, mellowed by pleasant sweet flavors with enough alcohol in it to warm up cold souls. The Seigneur Noir offers an so impressive lingering mouth presence. Let yourself be drawn into the darkness. The Seigneur, the Seigneur Noir is here. So pretty cool. I kind of like the can itself. I like it a little bit more than the last one. I, I mean, like I like the last one, I like the touches on it. I like that it's like galaxy themed, the color on it's very unique. I just think I'm a sucker for like dark, evil, depressing aesthetics. Um, you know, personal story. Like I used to have this collection of like fantasy, like um, art book type designs as a kid. And there was one that was, uh, they, I can't remember what they're called, like the something of the world. Uh, I'll have to look into it, but they had like a bunch of different genres, like fantasy, different kind of fantasy things. And one of them was like death. I used to always like, as a kid, because my dad, awesome. I'd pull them open and read them. And it was like, um, like a bunch of artwork of like plague doctors and like skellies from like the like the, the 1500s so i used to love that aesthetic i just think it's very uh, the art style is very cool it's very dark it's kind of plain at the same time though there's not a lot of whole other unique elements going on compared to the last can um but that's not really unexpected with the same brand um i guess i'll just kick off the uh the scoring i'm gonna give it oh i just gotta look at what i gave the last can eh, i'm gonna give it a seven i think i think it's good I'm going to, I really actually like this can. I really think this goes, it pairs well with the kind of the stout, the Imperial stout. And like, this is yeah. like a strong beer. Like this is 11 and a half percent. And I think like this whole, like the dark Lord to this, like kind of regime that they're putting out. It's like, it very much represents what I think you're going to get into. And 
I like the color scheme. Like this almost reminds me of like a black metal album cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like it has it seems like something from Norway yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, some like crazy Norwegian guy who like actually murdered someone, but you're not sure if he actually murdered someone or if he did. Like, you're or sure. he might have like burned down stuff. a church. Yeah, you're, you're like he probably did real life, but like the the lore's mixed up. It's kind of confusing. Um, it looks like you should have like a chalice of blood. <laughs> you should yeah i think there's a lot of like more anyways i don't want to get into air design we're just gonna get domestic heavy metal i don't know like i used to be like <laughs> like when i was younger like i used to be heavy into black metal i used to be in like uh, it's hard to believe but when i was like 15 i used to be in a black metal band with some friends and i used to have like the corpse paint i had long greasy nice. hair and i had like band logo t-shirts that you could not read for the life of you no i've got the long greasy hair so, I know you do, John. You look like Jerry Garcia now. Tom Hacker mentioned that to me. He was just like, what? He was like, what the fuck happened to John? <laughs> <laughs> and then, because you have like both like Bailey and his dog, Sadie, they look almost identical. Oh, actually? Wow. wow. So, yeah. So I was FaceTiming him. And sorry that I'm getting a little off topic, but oh, it's okay. just funny. It's it was just funny to see. But anyhow, so yeah, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this an 8.5. Nice. I like this can. Steve, it's nice. Oh, I'm I'm just dying to get on with this to get rid of the taste of that last beer. Really, uh, yeah. I, I I like the color. I like the narrative. I like the can. I'm giving it an eight. Nice. Nice. Alex, what are you about you? Seven point five. I think um, yeah. A lot of these breweries just kind of use the same can over and over again. And I see a lot of the last can in this can. Um, but uh, that being said, it is still a notable improvement. So seven point five for me. This is the first imperial um set we've had. I or imperial like anything we've had because i know noting on the can it does mention so impressive lingering mouth presence i assume that's combining the words stout and impressive i've never heard so impressive before but i'm excited to hear so impressive yeah very i don't know yeah i don't know why stoin oh because imperial still imperial um well i just want to say imperial stouts imperial beers um it originates um from beers that were shipped from england to russia because that was like considered oh really yeah very hoity-toity uh, very high alcohol content, luxury beers. And it's not even really like just stouts, like there's Imperial IPAs, that sort of thing. Anyways, getting ahead of myself. Um, ASMR audience, whoop, we're out of the history. We're getting back to the beers. Play, pay attention, please. Um, all right, I guess, do I, am I counting us down? or this, um, All right. All right, five, four, three, two, one, crack them. Oh, wow, that had a good yeah, pop. Smells great, smells great. Oh wow, that smells rich. Mm, it is pouring quite dark. Oh man, I can't <laughs> wait to taste the dark lord. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> this is the you know who of beers. <laughs> um, I gotta say, like, I'm pretty happy we ended with this one because this is 11.5. This is gonna be quite strong. Wow, uh, had a good cascade effect on it, but although I think it's probably stopped. This is very dark. This is by far the darkest beer we've Anyhow, I yeah. this is this is super dark though. It's like it's this like is light port. Uh, I'm getting like a lot of dark fruit type flavor out of it. I can kind of see why this, with with pie on it, right? Like it's definitely a. I, I haven't even sipped yet. It's got a very nice head of a beer. Yeah, Whoa. You get port wine taste at the end of uh, Whoa. the end of it. Whoa, that's strong. Whoa, <laughs> that leaves a little Bernie. This reminds me of a beer I had at um, Tooth and Nail. Like I was without with friends, and they had this like uh, winter beer. 
um, it came in like a big like 700 bottle and it was like a 12% beer. Like this is just like wine, straight up like wine. And I'm just like drinking wine. this beer. And we're at the bar and I'm just like, it's the last beer of the night before we were heading out. And I'm just like, I can't even freaking finish this beer. I'm just like trying to drink this beer. Like, oh my God. Uh, There's a lot um, going on with this. There is. No, it's this yeah. is really good. But honestly, like this is going to take a while to drink. Like, oh like, man. Like it's a, it's it has good taste, but like it's very powerful. This reminds me of a wow. beer that I have. I had, again, like, I remember at the start of this episode, I was saying, like, the first time I ever went to, like, a craft brewery or, like, a microbrewery was in Quebec um, yeah. in Gatineau. And I remember they had a beer there. This is what it reminds me. It was 16%. And I just ha I had to try it just to say that I had it because I was like, but this is what it reminds me. It's kind of has, like, a, it's not alcohol forward. But it has an alcohol aftertaste. Absolutely. This Pretty is a big change from the last beer. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Whoa. Talk about difference. We went from a white step that we thought was kind of mediocre to this beer, which is very strong. And I think it's quite good. I, really I, like it. I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. It is just a sipping beer. Like this is a one beer beer. Yeah. This is what you're having post dinner. That's yep. it. I want yeah, to note, I don't know if I mentioned um, 3.59% on untapped. It's also got a 3.77 on Beer Advocate, which is an 89. Very good score. Um, wow. This beer also contains lactose. And um, yeah, I also forgot to mention, oh. I did. Uh, Brasseur <laughs> de Mont is um, located in the Quebec side in uh, St. Hyacinth, uh, Quebec. Yeah, I know. Uh, east of Montreal, people. like a small town. East of Montreal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to kind of point out. Oh, sorry. Never mind. I think that was on the previous can. One of them said contains barley. It did. I saw that. And it was uh -huh. organic barley. Yeah. Oh, no. That was on the caster, on the beaver. Oh. Beaver beer. <laughs> How are we going to finish this beer? This is very heavy. I'm just like intimidated. It's a pretty nasty beer. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I enjoy it. This will get you. Yeah. After what, having what, these. We other... have a couple of sips. I actually think we can race, or sorry, rate the taste now. What do you guys think? Like, I mean, it's alcohol forward. There's a lot to unpack there. But I do think, you know what? It had a great cascade. It's very, like, I notice a bit of creaminess at the front end. Yeah. It's like, there, you, then you get that punch of alcohol after. Fuck like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, this post fucking sandwich is going to taste amazing yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> I had the pleasure to go to Edmonton. Well, I don't know if it's a pleasure. Edmonton had the pleasure of me having me going to Edmonton last. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I like the sound of my own voice. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, I experienced the Pharaoh sandwiches, and shout out to Pharaoh, best sandwich of yeah. life. I got to participate in this mm -hmm. one times. So. And oh, the yeah. Yeah. Are also excellent. Yeah. My biggest regret is forgetting all the beers that we were supposed to exchange in Edmonton. Yeah, we had a we had a time last episode, and I apologize to some of our listeners and to my co-host if I was um, severely under the influence. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Tom also works uh, so like trying to get him like engaged during the day is a little bit difficult, but he was he was a champ. He he held on. Yeah, he yeah, stayed up. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was running on five hours of sleep. Yeah. No, I, I think, I, yeah, I think comparing this, it, it does honestly some ways compare to wine because it has a kind of like dark, fruity, plummy, grapey kind of Porto taste to it. Port. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It tastes like a light port. And honestly, like I got to say Imperial Stouts are not usually my favorite often because they tend to be high alcohol content. They tend to kind of 
after a while it tastes too sweet and kind of they're just kind of that artificial kind of um taste to it but this one is very good i gotta say like i'm really impressed by it um i can actually drink this uh, which is nice but admittedly it's quite strong um do we oh. want to kick off scores um, yeah what would you rate yeah this hell yeah you know what i'm gonna you know alcohol content wise very high very unique real stout 11.5 very interesting um color it's very dark the darkest one we've had by far and one of the darkest beers i've probably ever had um, outside of um uh, a few here in ottawa um creamy i'm a little yeah a little bit it's got like a little bit of toffee caramelliness like dark fruit um aspect of it very like a port wine um what else uh what are the other five seats creamy uh cascade there was some cascade effect um, yeah there's although, cascade uh, coffee chocolate like i yeah. mean you don't you don't taste that no, overwhelmingly I'm I'm very impressed by this beer. I'm going to give it a nine. Wow, what a market Ooh. difference from the last beer! Wow, Jesus. this beer is wow. very good. Wow, very impressed by this one. I wasn't a huge fan of the last weights that we had. This one is very good. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine. Tom, what what are you going with? Like I had the good cascade. I had a all, really good. The color on this is really nice. I don't get again, like you said, like the chocolate coffee kind of taste. This is like, like what Steve said. Like this is a light uh, port. This is like really high alcohol content, which is not bad. Like it's it's dr- still drinkable, but it yeah. is a little overpowering. I'm going to give this a seven because it still has. It's just it's kind of like a surprising taste. Like when you think drink this, it's kind of like it's like a fucking one two punch almost. Like you got like fucking. It's like like Mike Tyson giving you the right hook than an uppercut. It's just kind of like whoa. Yeah, and I mean this. We, we've talked about all of this, so I won't belabor it. But it is definitely an after-dinner sipping type beer with a colon Quebec, a digestif. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's exactly what this is. I, I really like it. I'm going to redeem myself with uh, Bastard de Mons here and give this an eight and a half. Oof. I uh, I'm also going to come in with a with an eight here. I think um, one like this beer, you just have a sip. Uh, I, I just I don't think it's comparable to any of the other beers we've had. Yeah, like, this is this is the final. Totally. This is the King Koopa of the beers we've had by far. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, ju- I just don't think it's even on the same like platform as the other ones. If we had an Imperial Stout week, we'd probably all be just laying on the floor at this point on our fourth beer. But um, <laughs> I I truly think this is a, this is very good. Um, it uh, it starts out like very mild, and then you do get that like right right hook from Tyson. And I, I enjoy that. like I truly enjoy like drinking whiskey and stuff as well and having that kind of harsher like peatier taste and like this just has that like very distinct um port aftertaste so yeah eight from me likely to recommend I'm giving this a nine as well I'm just wow. gonna go right into that Whoa. unique enough that I would just say anyone you should try this you may yeah. never want to try it after but like I actually think yeah. this is worth trying that's fair I think it's good I'm with- Sorry, John, I, you look like you're about to say, but I was going to say for recommendation, I want to give this a seven. I just think I would recommend this to someone, but I think some people might not like this. I think people say this is overpowering. Like this is fucking again, a light port. And it's just kind of, yeah. but it has a very unique taste, but it's a good unique taste. And I think that's more important to mention. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give, I, I think, I think I'm kind of in the same camp. I'm going to give it a seven. Cause like, I, I think at the same time, like this beer is very hard to recommend because I think a lot of people 
would drink this and be like take a sip and be like like gagging Ooh. like I, I think like there's only a certain audience that would like this beer and I, i'm happy that alex gave it a nine because like i know like if you if you like your spirits like if you like your whiskeys i think this beer would be something you would actually really enjoy a lot like if you like like um, something that's very strong in mouth profile like high alcohol content I think you would really appreciate this beer. But I think at the same time, this beer for some people might be very difficult. Like it's very peculiar at the same time. I, I think um, the white stout at the same time is also kind of in the same camp, but I think this is a, a little bit of a better beer. Like it's, it's quality wise, it's quite good, but I think uh, the audience wise, it might be hard to recommend to a wider swath. So seven for me. Man. I mean, we're 11 and a half percent. This is basically a wine. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a fan. I, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, there's a few of the boys back in Montreal. I think that would really like this as opposed to paying $60 for a, an actual port, buy a can of this mm -hmm. and pour it three ways. And it's just, just as good. I'm, I'm giving it an eight and a half. And I'm, and while I'm at it, I'm giving it the modifier. I've never had an Imperial stout like this. Uh, I'm going to give it the modifier as well. I think this is like, it's good, it's, but it's not horrible. It's just thing. I think this is gears towards a certain profile to people. Yeah, I'm going to give it a modifier too. I've, uh, when it comes to Imperial drinks, like I've usually had like Imperial IPAs, but Imperial Stouts are, are a bit less common. I think this beer is just really like good, unique. I'm, I'm honestly like whenever I see a beer that's like over 10% ABV, it tends to be a standout for me. Like it's usually uh, my experience for those type of beers. They tend to be like seasonal beers, one-offs, like a lot of like those beers tend to be very spotlighted quite highly. And, and the fact that you can just buy this that can <laughs> at an IGA in Quebec is like wild. Like honestly, like this is like a you really go? good value. Like it's a stores are allowed value. to sell this. Like, well, I guess they can sell, you can wine. sell anything. They yeah. can you can sell buy a ten point one blue yeah. drop. Yes. but like <laughs> there's an eight point one, seven point one. Yeah. At um, can they sell spirits at the grocery no, stores? No wine and uh, oh, it has to be under twenty percent at the grocery store. Okay, yeah. Because I remember when we used to go. Shout out to Marche Gravel. The oh, fucking beer king, king. Yeah. which I just that, visited recently. Yes, man, I I was I wanted to touch on that for nostalgia. Like, this is on my own little nostalgia, but I remember like me, Alex, and John when we were like eighteen, and we took my uncle's Ford Exploder over, <laughs> oh, and we yeah. and we, and I think there's like a picture of all three of us. I really, you know, that's something I could really cherish. As like, remember we had like the dollies. Of like yes, beer. That that's yes. how they give you one when you come in so you can stock all your cases. I think that's when I got the Keese flavored set or something like that. Yeah. I think on, I on like federal it. and provincial holidays, they can't even get the beer in the store. They just sell it on the street. Yeah, they just sell it right out of the truck. Yeah. Shout out to Albert. Yeah. So, like, and I think that's like a really like I don't know, but that's how I remember that they only sell because they used to have like um like flavored vodka, but it was only 20%. And yeah. they said that was the thing that has to be 20 or under. All right, gents. Our analytics department has come up with the scoring. Wow. All right. All right. Fire them off. So if we're getting into uh, the milk stout at the beginning, Le Tout Frere, um, we have John coming in at an 8.2. Tom coming in at an 8.3. I came Ooh. in at 8. And Steve came in at an 8.3, like very tight scoring. Oh, that's 8.3. 8.2 overall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's good. I really like that beer. That was a, quite a good beer. Mm -hmm. Le Castar. Le Castar. Uh, the oatmeal stout, John. The beaver. Wow. John, <laughs> wow. Yeah. John, I, I like the beaver. I yeah. liked it. It was a good beer. Yeah. Shout out uh, to John. Yeah. <laughs> I like the beer. <laughs> I like the beer. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, all right. So John rated this way too high. Um, he came in at seven. <laughs> Tom came in at six point seven. I came in at six point eight, and Steve came in at six point five, which gives us a seven point zero overall. Okay. The score works. Oh, it works. I was really hoping it was going to be 6.9. Nice. Yeah, I like to quit a lot. Yeah. He likes the beaver beers. That's. I like beavers. I like beers. And then yeah, if we're getting into the third type, uh, the white stout, John. It's the third kind. Third kind. Yeah. Third kind. Or... Sorry. Someone gave me bad notes. Um, ah, I didn't give you clearly. bad notes right there. It's just third type in the notes, you goof. John came in at a 6.0. Tom came in at a 6.5, I came in at a 5.8, and Steve also came in at a 5.8, which gives us a 6.0 overall. Uh, I really didn't like that one as much, uh, but I would drink it otherwise. Like, I, I thought that would have been a little bit better. But anyhow, I think I personally, I think the milk stout, because I'm that's my kind of that's my jam. I think that was my favorite out of all of these. Nice. And then last but not least, the Dark Lord Imperial Dark Stout. Lord. I'm still oh, drinking. Sorry. I'm halfway through, honestly. Oh, I'm halfway. like a quarter way and, through. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, Brasseur de Mont, uh, for the uh, for the terrible rating of the White Stout, but I feel like we redeemed ourselves here. Oh, yeah. John, you came in at a 7.8. Tom came in at a 7.7. I came in at an 8.2. And Steve came in at an 8.5. Oh, I came in hard. Gives us an 8.1. Wow. The system works. Wow. So who's the winner? Oh, the the... The milk stout's the winner then. Milk just stout. by a hair. Just by a hair. Eight point two. I I think that's fair because I think like the milk no. stout. I like the milk stout a lot. I think that one's probably a little bit more drinkable. <laughs> it's more recommendable, objectively speaking. Ugh. I think like I think the imperial the imperial stout was really good, but I just think like that wow. milk stout. I would rather have oh that God, on an average day. I, you know what? I just I poured the rest of the. I can't believe you just poured more of the here like that that's just vile how, nice. how can you yeah it? it's 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 not bad like i think like white stouts um as, as that one goes i don't think it was my favorite but like i think it's, it's a, it definitely it's is not my favorite but it's is open and out yeah so it's a 5.5 um, it's, it's fine yeah so while we've got uh everyone on the um on the uh call now what uh what do you want to close with here i i really enjoy doing this this was fun we should do it again we need more montreal beers guys. i think that yeah. there's like like the saint amboise mccausland stuff is definitely oh my god yeah better review that at some point here it's so solid. yeah we're, we're definitely gonna get some more quebec beers like i'm the resident okay. um, guy who goes to quebec yeah, and looks for beers so i'm gonna like um definitely keep an eye out for some uh, future beers i know like in gatineau there's a lot of really good um um there's there's some really good breweries so i'm i'm gonna i'm excited to look look around and, and gather some more stuff and hey, steve you're welcome to join us again for a oh, future awesome. episode because i know great, you like uh great beers in the eastern townships where where i was i mentioned before we were doing the translation work 10 10 years ago like out of shawinigan shakudami jonquiere uh, there's a lot of really great microbrews out there steve is actually an investor in a cidery in quebec correct uh, so we could uh, maybe try and get some cider on the show at some point as well yeah too. domestic cider, oh, the cider i've had it's very dry very good we just wish we could get shout out to jolly rouge jolly rouge cider jolly rouge okay i really like my dry ciders so i'm really excited to try that i just want to say overall again um First and foremost, as we always say at the end of episodes, of course, drink responsibly. My God, especially this episode, because we yeah, have, have, have an eleven point five Uber. Like, <laughs> yeah, drink, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, don't drink and drive. Obviously, um, be responsible. Um, know your, your limit. Know your limit. Um, if you're in Quebec, you're 18, so you can drink. It's okay. But um, that being said, um, just know your limit. 
And I, I just want to say, like, this was a lot of fun. I'm excited to go back to Quebec in the future and look for some more beers and find some little hidden gems. And there's a few that I, that came high, highly recommended. Like, I, I just kind of, these ones that we have today, I kind of, these were ones I just grabbed on a whim, honestly. Like, there's, wow. I did some research and people are just like, no, you have to, like, get these ones. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm going to have to um, well get done. some more either Montreal-specific beers or just beers all across the region of, maybe we'll, we'll all try to maybe, like, find some beers up in the Northwest regions. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye out. So Yeah, our logistics team is hard at work to try and make sure that we have the, uh, the beers that we need to keep on going. So, uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Plenty of good apps coming. I want to spotlight next episode. We're going to be doing non-alcoholic beers. A bit of a reverse. Is that what we're uh, doing next? The non-alcs? Well, after the cereal stout, you kind of have to. (laughs) So we're going to be doing some of the most popular, I think, in Canada, the non-alcoholic beers. We're going to be doing going through the the range of the most popular ones. And honestly, I've had... um, a few non-alcoholic beers honestly they're i think they're fine and i think they're quite good and i'm <laughs> excited to drink some of them and we're going to be actually having a one-off episode of myself drinking a um, special non-alcoholic beer and i've actually got a few stocked up on my own so i'm probably going to be releasing a couple of solo episodes of just myself drinking a couple oh, of non-alcoholics <laughs> drinking, drinking a couple of non-alcoholic beers just letting you know if they're good and, and like little notes on them so i'll, I'll probably yeah. pop that out in the feed keep an eye out to the uh, podcast feed I'll be shooting them out there. Any of you guys want to wrap, recommend anything or just mention anything before we wrap up? Oh, no. I think we're all going to have eventually, though. But like we want to showcase John for the upcoming episode. But I think we're all going to have like our own little private episode. Yeah. yeah. We're going to come up with a new segment, I think. I don't know if we're still in the works of it. But it's going to be like a, like a beer history. And it's going to just kind of oh, be yeah. in like. It's just going to be one of us kind of like reading you a book, like an audio book. It's in the sense. <laughs> and we're going to call it... Um, I drink and I know things. I'm honestly down for that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very much down for that. But the, oh, yeah, the one-off, yeah, the one-off is going to be cold shots. So I think I, I, I yeah. that's a petting title. But I think if um, if you guys happen yeah. to find opportunistic beers in a region that you cannot get to me by any means or whatever, if you just happen to be in the area, you have like your notes. You have a book notepad. You can write down notes on hand. Um, and record yourself, I guess. Um, that will be what we'll do. But otherwise, I'm really excited to do that. And um, anything else you want to mention before we we're, end uh, this? we're all gonna get the, uh, oh. the we're getting the jab soon, and we're all gonna be doing some live apps. Oh my god, yeah! Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to come to Alberta and visit. It's been a while. It's been what seven, six years, five years. I don't know. It's been a while, honestly. You've never visited me in Alberta, John. I never visited you. Know, I've been to Alberta twice, but yes, I never visited. Well, I visited, visited. I fell off a roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's I think I remember so this story. <laughs> hey, you fell off a roof. Well, I remember I pan. I, I just remember like panning over to this deck, and there's like a case of beer just sitting there. And I just see Alex. I just like I just remember like visually Alex just like jumping. Like I, I I just saw him falling and just landing case first, like hitting the case of beer and just like being splayed Wait, out of the deck just and he got up and he's like i'm okay and i'm like are you okay because like that's broke this bottles that's bottles right there and you're just like no nah, I'm, I'm fine i'm fine so. and i'm still around today dirt off the shoulders you just gotta dirt off the shoulders. Yeah, dust them off bro dust yeah them off. Well, well, great. coming soon yeah thanks yeah, for having me soon back. yeah, yeah thank, thank you for honestly, listening it, it's great right. having you on appreciate it very much mm. back to beers, uh, all right uh let's just like end this i guess all right Bye, everyone. Stay classy now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pints Only. 
Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on her website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. At our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines, and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpinesonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out, Kelsey.